Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's your guy, Joshua Amos. Welcome back to the Walk With Me podcast, where you may not can stand in my shoes, but you can take a walk with me. Man, I've got my guy in here today. When I say my guy, he is a true friend of mine. Um, it's a unique, we'll talk about a little bit how we initially met. Uh, but Johan, Derek is with us today. So happy to have my friend on. Johan, how are you, brother? I'm doing well. I'm blessed to be here. Good. Glad you invited me. Man, I'm glad. I'm glad you uh, you actually showed up, man. I was like, because, you know, sometimes, you know, when you invite people, they be like, yeah, I'll come through. That's and right. They don't ever show up. You know what I mean? They be like, oh, oh yeah, but let me get, nah, uh, what day you got? You go, you mark them down. They're like, nah, man, I can't, I can't do that. Uh, how about this day? You never, you never oh, come yeah. through. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. man. The closer you get to the time, the more stuff magically starts to come up. Right, you right. Exactly. You start getting those text messages. Exactly. Know. Life happens, though. That's you know right, what I mean? Yeah. But, man, the cool thing about uh, that, me and Johan would just kind of sit here and rap in his head. I wish I would have hit record um, as soon as we started talking. But uh, since when I moved back, a lot some of you guys may know, we in good old Paducah, Kentucky. And uh, here in Paducah um, is my hometown. Now, I was one of those kids when I left Paducah at 17. I said, man, I'm leaving. I ain't never coming back, all right? <laughs> Needless to say, God had other plans. So I showed back up here back in 2013. And uh, at that point in time, I, I was with this company. I left this company. I was with them for nine years. Um, and needless to say, I, I was no longer with the company. We had to, I had to part ways. And uh, when I came back, my initial plan was to take like six months off of work. You know, I had a little bit of savings. I was gonna take. I was gonna take six months off. I didn't make it a month. I was like, man, I got to do something. I can't just sit around. So I just started applying to places. And one of the places. I hope they don't mind me saying we're not gonna bad mouth the company. So hopefully they they'll let me say it. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, I wound up applying to Best Buy, and I uh, got a call back. And so I went in. Now, in this time, I just lost my job. I had moved back to Paducah, which I said I was never going to do. Um, at that time, I was not completely sober, um, but I wasn't drinking like I was um, in some past dark, dark times. So I thought, you know, in your mind, you think it's okay. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm good, but I went through something tough. So, you know, I, I wind up, get, long story short, wind up getting a DUI. And I was I was about to spiral back down into a dark place. And then I get this call back from Best Buy. And they was like, yeah, you got an interview. I think it was a Thursday. And I walk in and I, they said, uh, when I walked in, they were like, yeah, you're going to be interviewing with the, you're going to be interviewing with uh, one of the managers. His name is Johan. Johan will be with you in just a moment. Matter of fact, it was Derek Draper that called me. Oh, uh, yeah. Old, yeah. Old Draper. Uh, he called me. And then, so, I'll be honest with you. I'm like, man, okay. I don't know what this story is about. I, I, I'm, I'm feeling a little out of place. But then, I'm expecting this little white guy to come out, right? You know. Johan, big, how tall are you, Johan? You, six five. Six five. This, this big black dude comes out, but had a, just an electrifying personality, man. Like, just very infectious. So I was actually, when we got to talking, I was actually enjoying the interview. And uh, this man actually hired me. Um, so, Johan, thank you. Because because you don't know what you did, but you actually um, 
changed the, the course of my life in that time by just giving me an opportunity. You know, when you sit down and you, and you have these interviews and you have these, these applicants come in, uh-huh. one of those things that you look for is who, who am I bringing on? Right. Not, not just who's going to do well for the company, right? Right, That's right. Part of it. Right. But is this young man or is this young woman, are they, are they going to make working here fun? Are they right. going to make the culture in this building infectious? Right. Are they going to be somebody that comes in here? I, I like to use this word. They have a sphere of influence to them. Yeah. To where, yeah. you know, hey, I got me. I got me a Joshua Amos here on the floor. Uh, okay. He has a big sphere of influence. Look at his personality. Got you. to that voice. Okay. Okay, I'll tell you what. This man's going to get out here, and he's going to turn John and Jane into just electrifying people that are outgoing or able to talk to people and just have fun doing it. Exactly. Well, and that's one thing that I'll say about us. Now, I don't know how well of a salesperson I was, (laughs) um, but, hey, when you came in, we, you know, if you you worked there or if you were just in shopping, um, we had a good time. Uh, you know, one yeah, thing. I, one yeah. thing I do know is that people tend to mir- uh, mirror your image, you know, or your your energy. That's right. So you know, we would make people talk to us, like you know, especially at sales. You know, you you would come up and people would be like, yeah. oh, "I'm just looking. Oh, so what are you looking for today?" And then we make jokes. We crack up. We we'll feed off each other. And and the cool thing about it, um, I've seen a few people that actually came out of their shell. You know, they they you see them when they first start working there. They're real quiet, yeah. and then you know, just been around the what you call it sphere of influence. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the sphere of influence. It became uh, infectious, man. Um, like like people would just just open up um, and wind up, you know, feeling. I guess they feel safe. You know, it felt safe. Feel we had safe, fun. Feel comfortable. Yeah, feel like you're talking to somebody. You know what? Man, it feels like I'm, I'm back there again. I'm already about to start spouting off. The <laughs> uh, just. Uh, Man, just having somebody come in there, whether they were a customer, right? And you get to talking to them, and then you kind of get through that defensive right. wall of, "Hey, I'm a customer, and I know you're a salesman, and you're going to try to take all the money out of my wallet." Right. Like I promise you, I'm not trying to. Right. I'm oh, not we trying to run your pockets. What I'm trying. Right. Try to get to know you. Right? right. Right. And then before you know it. Before we run your pockets. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But before but, you know it, man, you, then you then you're talking to somebody, you're right. talking to them like they're your friend. It's a lot. It's a lot easier. It's a lot warmer. Right. And then things get a lot easier for you. Exactly. It's a lot easier for the customer too. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, it's some, but some good times. It was. It really was some some really good times. Um, and so the 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 crazy thing about um you know uh Johan and I's relationship is that man, no matter how many you know, months, even, you know, sometimes years, uh, you know, I ain't going to say it's been years because we always run into each other somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. But it's like, it's like, you know, like we never left. We, we kind of just pick up where we left off. And, uh, man, Johan, your energy is so infectious and so great, brother. I'm privileged to call you my friend. And uh, once again, thank you for coming on. Oh, man, you're going to bring a tear to my eye. Man, I, so I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to. Uh, but. Uh, one thing that uh, Johan and I have kind of been communicating back and forth um, here lately, um, we, we kind of were talking about uh, just kind of some of the things that have been going on in the world. Um, but one thing that I was so delighted to hear uh, that we really didn't talk much about it. Best Buy is your spiritual life, man. Mm-hmm. Your spiritual walk um, has really intrigued me. And one thing it, it kind of enlightened within me, if you will, 
is that we all, uh, I think all of us who are on a path to try to better ourselves, um, walk this spiritual journey, yeah. all right? Um, so it, it, it's crazy because, um, you know, you know, one thing is one thing to, to have a friendship with somebody, um, but then when you when you see them um, really trying to be a better version of themselves um, and starting spiritual and starting to, you know with their spiritual life, um, it, you can really see that, and that's one thing that I've noticed with you yeah. um, just over the few the little bit of time we've been together is that hey man like like life is cool life is life is good life has its ups and downs. But one thing that we really try to do and what really kind of makes you um, a better human is that spiritual walk with you and, and your creator. All right. You know, being transparent. Yes. Growing up my entire life. Let's, let's just say growing up and mm-hmm. I grew up in Mayfield. Okay. All right? You're right. And my mom and my grandmother, we used to go to St. James AME Church in Mayfield, Kentucky. Uh-huh. And I can't think of a Sunday uh-huh. we weren't there. Gotcha. And we're talking about some of the, I call it the, the old school black churches. Right, right. We were, yeah. We, we were there for Sunday school. Uh-huh. We were there for service. Right. We were there for afternoon service. Uh-huh. Now, Brother Johan, you know, I want to go back to the house. Right. Like, I want to play video games. Right. My granny got a dinner cooking somewhere. Uh-huh. You know, I'm ready to relax. I right. I got to go to school tomorrow. Right. Oh, man, we were... We were traveling and visiting another church before we got home. Gotcha. So yeah. I kind of had an upbringing in the church. Right. Right. Just as a just as a youth. Right. Right. Now you kind of fast you fast forward. Uh huh. You're getting out of high school. You're starting to do your own thing. Uh huh. Your own man. Right. All that going to church for me it comes uh-huh. to a stop. Right. Because now, hey man, I, I got yeah. my whole life to live. Exactly. Now. Now I got my I got my Fridays, I got my Saturdays, I got my Sundays. Uh-huh. I ain't really devote my Sundays to the Lord. My right. Sundays were kind of devoted to what, what right. Johan get into. Exactly. Right? What my friends doing right now. Exactly. So I did right. that for the longest of time. Uh-huh. Now, I would tell you, you know, I I, I tell uh, Brother Tony mm-hmm. all the time, I say, you know, I'm never one to go out there and, you know, I'm not out to do evil. I'm not right. out to hurt anybody. But right. It was one of those things where, you know, I've always had a compassionate heart. I've always loved my fellow man. I've right. Try to be nice to people. Right. right. Uh huh. Your mama raised you, right? Yeah. She yeah. Raised mm-hmm. Me, right? But I raised knew, in the church, I right? Knew, I knew what the uh-huh. the end of a broom handle felt like. Exactly. Right? I knew yeah. What a switch was. Right. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> so she raised me right. Uh huh. But as I'm a young man and I'm out here and I'm doing my own thing. Right. You, Johan, he's good, as good as he wants to be. Right. Uh-huh. I'm devoting my life to the Lord. Right. Exactly. So now, I because I'm not used to that, uh-huh. when I start my career, you know, I get right. a job with, uh, and nothing negative about this company at all because uh-huh. when I got my start. You know, I, I start working at Walmart. Gotcha. Yeah. And now my schedule's, you know, working every Wednesday, working every Sunday. Right. Right. right? Uh huh. The two you know? the two days that you knew. If the you grew up in the church right. now, the, the, yeah. Traditionally, most people are going to go to exactly. church and worship and pray. Sunday, right? Wednesday, right. Well, look, I just get used to it, right? Uh-huh. So I advance through Walmart, and I finally get to where I get to meet you. I go right. to Best Buy. Right. 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 You know how the schedule is there. Exactly. I used to ask every employee, are you uh-huh. open availability? Are you available to work every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from open to close? Right. That was the most important question I can ask. Exactly. Because right. Because let's be honest, that's what I was doing. Right. Exactly. So I'm looking yeah. for someone to mirror what I'm doing. Exactly. Right. Right. So now, right. I still think I'm a good person. Uh-huh. 
but man, I'm still not serving the Lord. Right. Here's where things changed for me to uh-huh. where I, I found myself in a situation where there was no amount of education. Uh-huh. There was no amount of money. Uh-huh. There was no amount of outside help uh-huh. that could come and, and save Brother Johan. Right? right, right, right. I just found myself in a bad situation. Right. And I remember I was literally in my bathroom sitting on the side of the tub uh-huh. and I was crying. Mm-hmm. And I opened up my phone because, you know, we always got our phone with us. I right. I up my phone. I'm scrolling through. And I see my brother in the Lord, Tony. Uh-huh. He has his own ministry. He has his church. Gotcha. I just reach out to him. Me and Tony right. have always been close. Right. But up to this point, the closeness that we had was we're good friends. Right. right. We're someone that knew each other. And, and shout out shout out to, to Tony. Uh, yeah. Tony Moore, pa- pastor. Pastor. Tony. Pastor Tony. Man, I, I, did, I just now found out, uh, uh, Pastor Tony, that you were a pastor. Indeed. But And the crazy part about it, man, his spirit, man, like the spirit of Tony Spirit, you, you just got to know this guy. Um, we got to get him on here. Uh, but but this guy, I, I knew there was something different about it, but now I know what the what that difference right. was. You know, because, you know, uh, in such a dark world, a light stands out, right? Mm-hmm. When, when you have the light of Christ, uh, you know, that that's, that's guiding your path, um, people notice that. People that's see right. it. Yeah, definitely. But continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. I interrupt so, you. No, I don't want to interrupt you. But <laughs> I just found myself in a situation where there was there was nothing really worldly uh-huh. that was going to help me. Right. 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 And so as I'm scrolling through Facebook, I see Tony and I see, you know, he he's he's doing some wondrous stuff with his congregation, with his church. Uh-huh. And I just send him a text message, you know. Right. One of those text messages that You've probably sent a bunch of us have sent to someone. Right. Hey, I'm in trouble. I need some help, man. Just be just be thinking about me. Right. Say say a prayer for me. Right. 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 Uh-huh. Tony reached back out to him. I shared with him what was going on. Uh huh. And Tony invited me to church. Uh huh. Now prior to that, when I was still working at Best Buy, right. I had gone to service with Tony on two different occasions. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. But I'm still working on Sundays, and it mm-hmm. just wasn't. It wasn't something at that point in time. Let's just call it for what it is. It just wasn't right. an importance in my life right. at that point, right? Exactly. I right. understood, or I thought I understood, uh-huh. why it could be important, but it just wasn't important to me in my life at that point in time. Right, exactly. And so I, Tony mm-hmm. invites me to church. So I show up, you know, and Tony was like, man, I was hoping you were coming. I remember walking in through the doors, right. and he said, man, I got two friends about to come, me and my wife. Goes, uh-huh. And I hope they come tonight. We went in, and what I like about just 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 being in the in the, in, in the house like we were, uh-huh. it's come as you are. Right, right, right. right. It's we're going to preach the word of the Lord. We're going to pray to God. We're going to pray. Right, sing. Right, and that's it. There's right. no extra to it. Right. When I say extra, I'm talking about there's no song and dance and right. show that's put on. Exactly. To Try to lure people in. Right, right. There's no, there's no entertainment. Right, no smoking mirrors to try to get you in as the place. Right, you're not in the doors because you want to be entertained. Right, right. You're in the house of the Lord because you're looking to open yourself up to the Lord and leave different than how you arrived. Exactly. One, one thing I will say um, that that you know we've talked about at the at the rivers. uh, For those of you that don't know, um, we're actually. Um, streaming 
right here, recording right here in the TRC studio, which is the Rivers Church studio. Um, but one thing that that I've said before at the Rivers is that God is God all by himself. That's right. He commanded us to worship, but yet he's God. He doesn't need our worship, right? The worship part of it is for us, mm-hmm. all right? And what I mean by that, yes, we are praising God. Mm-hmm. We, we, are, we are worshiping him in, mm-hmm. in that moment, but it's the edification one of another mm. that is an important part of that. That's right. Yeah. So uh, the the cool thing about about um, about that coming together and that assembly, right? What what me as a kid, right? What I thought just because I was similar to you, we have a right. similar backgrounds. So I was there every Sunday, Sunday morning for Sunday school, mm-hmm. morning service. We would go home, eat, then we come back for evening service. That's right. Unless there was a revival going on at another church, and then That's you right. had to go to three o'clock service. That's right. And then, uh, of course, we did not just go to the revivals that was going on in our church during the summer. Mm-hmm. So we had a revival at our church. We had a, res- a revival at the church that's over in Illinois. We got the revival at the church that's going on in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And then when those got done, we had vacation Bible school. You went to vacation oh, Bible yes, school sir. there. Yes, then you went to. So, so the, the the I said all that to, just to say that as a kid, I, I was like, man, I, I'm never gonna be able to live up to this. I, I'm not. So all these good Christians, and and and, and you know, I, I can't. I, for one, I you know, I want to be saved, but I mean, I'm not gonna be able. As soon as I I, I don't have to do this, I'm not gonna do it. You know what right. I mean? That, that's kind of where I was as a as a child. Um, and then one of the misconceptions was I thought that was what a Christian was. I thought a Christian was just going to worship, all right? I thought it was just coming together. But that's just a small part, right? Mm-hmm. The work is done during the week. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the Luke 10 and 2, you know, like the, the harvest is not, but laborers are few. We That's just a recharge on Sunday. When we go to worship God, it's a recharge for what you get ready to do during the week. Fill your cup back up. Exactly. And and that's what that's what true worship is. It comes in, you know, you, you fill your cup. That's right. And then you go pour out that cup on and, and bless others throughout the week. That's and then right. you come back on Sunday, and you fill it back up again. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, man. Well, yeah. we, have, we about to have church up in here. Boy, that's you. right. Yeah. Man, you know, I, and listen, I, uh-huh. it's one of those things where, when, when I started, call it for what it is, right? Mm-hmm. I really said, "Hey, there has to be a change within me, right? right? Uh-huh. To have the kind of relationship I want to have with God, right? 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 And and to have that walk with Him, mm-hmm. there had to be a whole lot of things I looked at in my life, right? That had to change." Exactly. Some of them are pretty easy. Right, 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 right. right. Some of them are pretty easy, uh-huh. right? But some of them are hard. Oh, yeah. Some yeah. of them are harder than what people realize. Exactly. Right? And I think for me, one of the hardest things mm-hmm. was, and again, I, I, I don't want to say it in a fashion where someone says, well, oh, man, I didn't know your home was hanging out with a lot of bad people. Right, right. But there are people uh-huh. that are in your life. Right. Who 
in a shape, form, or fashion can pull you away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just because of some of the things that they may do. Right? Exactly. Um, right. You know, we, we had a real good sermon not too long ago on it. You know, uh-huh. if, and I'm just making something up now. Right, right. Scenario. Right, right. You know, if I say, you know, I am on a walk with the Lord to have a relationship. Right. And then you find me, um, you know, at the strip club. Right. On Wednesday night. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Even if I'm not spending money, uh-huh. even if I'm blindfolded, right, right, right. And you drive by. And even you if you're in here saying I'm, I'm in here trying to bless single mothers in the name right. of the Lord, we know that's not the case, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You drive by and you see Brother Johan's truck out there, right. The first thing that's gonna come to your mind is, uh-huh. well, how is he a good Christian? Right. If he's in a strip club. Exactly. Or how is he a good Christian if he's out here being uh, a detractor and trying to divide people? Right, how right. How is he a good Christian if he's out here, uh, um, you know, just being hooting and hollering right. and, and, and causing drama and and just being uh, someone that's just not good to be around? Right, right. right. Sometimes those things around you, that environment, those mm-hmm. people, those things, right. the things I find are easy to put away. Right, right. right. It's the people you've built relationships with, right? Right, or if exactly. you consider your friends or you consider right. someone that you care about, right? Exactly. Uh, doesn't mean I don't care about you. Right. But what it means is is, is that some of the things that you partake in, uh-huh. Brother Johan can't be a part of. Right, right. And that right? comes with growth, though. Yeah. It, it comes with growth. And that's, that's one thing I will say that, um, for especially for young folks, man, if you're on this spiritual journey and you just don't know where to start, um, you know, here's here's the thing. You know, what we're saying is, is that sometimes when you're hanging out in an environment, right, it will tend to normalize, right. So what, what I what I mean by that is if if all I run around with, right? If, if if all the circle that I hang out with and everybody, I'm just using this for example, if everybody does cocaine, mm-hmm. right? And so this group of people that we've, you know, we've become acquaintances, some you even call friends, every time you go to one, let, let's say it's a group of, I don't know, five or five, let's, let's just say five, mm-hmm. five friends and all five of them do cocaine, right? Mm-hmm. You go to one person's house, they have they played out and they, they've got it chopped up and they, you know they they do they're they're doing a line here right and then you go to another friend's house and they're doing a line here and then you know one person you know you're waiting for the shipment to come in like oh yeah man we got a mutual buddy that's bringing us uh, you know however uh, eight ball of coke or whatever mm-hmm. so what's happened is now in your mind everybody does cocaine because that's your circle it becomes normalized right so the, the, the thing that I think as a young person, now just kind of reflective, mm-hmm. looking back, is that there were some places that I know I shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that point in time, I really, really wasn't that concerned with my spiritual walk. But then I kind of start questioning a lot of the, some of the things I've been taught in my spirituality because to me, I thought some of the things were just normal. I thought I was different, right? I thought that, hey, uh, man, my, you know, I never saw any of this growing up, but I was just sheltered. You know, I was just sheltered. 
Right. And, and then being in this crowd made it it kind of normalized right. certain situations. Just like now, now we're in the in, like we're in a technology age, right? That's right. I promise you, whatever you can think of, there is a group out there that has a community online. Mm-hmm. So you know, whatever whatever sin it is, I promise you, <laughs> there's a group that will normalize it. So it's kind right. of a slippery slope, um, but. You know, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Thank God for grace, <laughs> in my case. Right. Because, you know, God, I left him, right? And I, like I said, we grew up similarly, mm-hmm. you know, as far as how our parents raised us. You know, uh, your mama raised you in the church. Uh, my folks are the same way. Um, but there were some things that I just kind of wanted to st- – I wanted to go out there and kind of just test the waters, you know what I mean? Right. You know, it, now, you may have seen my truck sitting outside of a strip club, you know, right. or, or whatever. But um, I was testing, I guess I was testing the waters. But one thing I do know, there are a lot of situations I was in where I didn't feel right. I didn't feel right because I didn't, I know now that it was the Holy Spirit saying, hey, man, you, you don't, you don't, you don't need to be here. Right. You know, you need to get up and move. Um, but I was ignoring it a lot of times. So even when I left God, he never left me. His Holy Spirit was still there pushing me in a lot of times. And there's been several situations where I did get up. And there were bad situations that happened that I'm like, whoo, thank God I, I got out of that. Now I know it wasn't nothing but God. But You know, I can't say for myself. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have known people and I've been right. around people right. who have done some things. Right. Where you look at them, you say, Mm-mm, "Yeah, not me." Yeah, ooh, yeah. Ooh. You know, I'm out. Uh-huh. Right. Throw your hands up. Oh yeah. You know, like that's not me. Right. You do you, but that's just not. Right. That's not me. Right. Right. I think one of the things that kept me from going to church was, like you said, once mm-hmm. it's almost like you're you 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 you're 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 learning to ride a bike, right? So right. as a youth. Your parents put the training wheels on you, and they're dragging you to church. Right, right that's they're, true. They're they're getting you in the walls, right? Uh huh. You to the Sunday school lessons, right. you know, and you may sing in the youth choir, right, right, things of that nature, exactly, right. right. And, and they're and they're exposing you to this, right? uh huh. And then as you start to grow up, right, those training wheels come off, right? So yeah. We'll just call you know after high school, you know, right. training wheels kind of come off now. Right? Exactly. You're you're. You know, you stand, you stand tall. You puff your chest out. Right. Like, I'm a man of the world. So uh-huh. I can do my own thing. Right. Right. Now, those training wheels just come off, but you're gonna, you're wanting to go downhill. Right. Eighty miles an hour. <laughs> no helmet. Right. Yeah. No, nothing to protect exactly. you. Exactly. I'm gonna hit that ramp and watch me fly. <laughs> right, right. 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 And I think for me, what kept me out was not just a part of the fact that mm-hmm. man, my Sundays were freed back up. Right. I can do what I want to do. Right. It was. I knew people in the church uh-huh. who made me not want to attend church. Ooh, yeah, yeah. There were people who were flashy. Uh-huh. There were people that were, I'm better than you. Right. There were people who were, look at me, look what I have, look at my car, look at my right. dress. Right, 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 yeah. I didn't grow up with exactly right? right so when i see someone approach me like that mm-hmm. you know and they got a nice car and they you know they're wearing right. a three-piece suit right and i feel as 
And as a youth, right? Because mm-hmm. you're very impressionable. Right? Exactly. As a youth, I feel like you're talking down to me. Right. Man, that's a kick in my gut, man. That makes me feel bad. Right. That actually makes me go home sometimes and wonder with my own folks. Right. Man, you know. What? Well, Daddy, what's, what's right. Going on, Are we not praying hard enough? What's yeah, going on? You know, right. What, what's going on in our life that we don't drive that nice Lincoln that's out that they're dri- you know, pulling up with, with e- right? Exactly. Why don't I have clothes like that, right? Right. Why is Easter Sunday the only time I look smooth? Right, you right. Know? Yeah, that's true. And, and, you, and some of those people, and I'm not going to say just at my church. Right, right. Because right. it wasn't a, 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 a huge number of them. Right. But I had enough of those interactions as uh-huh. I grew up. Right. With key individuals that made me think to myself, I'm a good person. Right. I consider myself a Christian. Right. I'm not killing. I'm not thieving. I'm not committing adultery. Right. 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 You know, do I really need to go? Uh huh. Just being a good person. Right. Being right. Kind. If I'm following the golden rule. Right. Because there's a lot of people in the church, man. This is just me, man. Right. I'm bougie. Right. I don't yeah. Like, I don't feel like. Hey, that, that's true. Right? Yeah. That's uh-huh. kind of how I viewed it. Right, right. 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 Then as I start to grow up uh-huh. and see some success with just like a career, right? right. And find myself a good woman, right? Uh huh. We almost been married twenty years. I, that's my. That's, that's my blessing. biggest win. Hey, heck yeah. One of my biggest wins. Heck yeah, right? man. I'm I'm coming up on three, man. That'd be a yeah. blessing if I get to twenty. It makes me feel yeah. old, but you know. <laughs> As I start to find some things that I can take pride in, right. I'm like, well, man, I'm doing good. Right, exactly. Right? Because right. I ain't been hit with no travesty yet to make me uh, go to my faith. Exactly. I ain't been hit with any right. kind of, 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 of negativity to make right. me question the things that are around me. Exactly. As far as I know, uh-huh. man, life is good. Life is good, right. Life is good. Right. I'll tell you how good it is, Amos. Uh-huh. I'm sitting in the break room. Uh-huh. Best Buy, talking to Tony Morris of all people. Uh-huh. Tony knows his story well. Uh-huh. It's a Sunday at that, and I'm sitting at the table, and me and Tony are just talking. I, and I, I right. don't know how the conversation started, but I was talking about, um, you know, Murphy's Law. Uh-huh. I said, Tony, man, Murphy's Law is going to catch up with me one day. Right. It's going to catch up with me. Uh-huh. Like, you know, Tony's just sitting there listening. Right, right. Tony's an attentive person. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, he, Tony trying to peer into his Right, right, right. But I'm sitting there and I'm talking to him and I'm, I'm like, Tony, Murphy's Law is going to catch up with me, man, because these things are just going well for me, man. Right. I got a good job. I got a good friends. I got a good woman. Uh-huh. You know, I got right. a roof over my head. I got food in my belly. Right. Right. That's one thing. Johan ain't never struggled with is finding a meal. Right, right, right. Me either. Belly. Me either. Right. <laughs> right. Hey, you know? Greg, get with no celebrate recovery plans. We might need to go together. That's right. That's right. They, said they had overeating. I said they ain't gonna pin overeating on me though, brother. I, I'm not. I'm not going for that. Maybe overspending. I might That's go in right. there for overspending. But I got all these things that are working in my favor. Uh huh. Not too long, and then not too far after that, I'm sitting in the uh, at the front at the manager's desk, and this is a, a few days, or maybe even a week or two. Right. And I'm sitting up there, and my wife gives me a call. She says, "Hey." This is when we, we lived in Murray at this point. Uh-huh. She gives me a call and she says, hey, I, I think I got some kind of flu. I just don't feel good. I feel right. exhausted. I feel fatigued. Right. I just don't feel good. Uh-huh. You say, I'm going to go by the hospital, you know, go to the clinic. Right. Everything's going to be fine. Right, right. I don't have a reason to question that. Right, right. We get, I get home. She's in the hospital. Long story short, we have a doctor come in. And I'm watching the Tennessee Titans play. That's my team. Right, right. I'm watching the Tennessee Titans play. It's the first year they got Vince Young. Right. This doctor walks in. I turn it down. And he leans up against the, door, the back of the wall with his hands behind his back and starts giving us all these 
these test results that I've never heard before. Uh-huh. Creatinine and bun, and there's so much with your urine, and uh-huh. he's telling us all these things. Right. He tells us, you're in kidney failure. Mm. And then, you know, my wife looks at me, I look at her. Right. We don't really know what this means. Right. 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 And he just leans against the wall and says, well, you could die. Mm. You know, we got we to gotta get you treated. Right. Sheesh. Now, Brother Johan has been hit. Right. With his first right. real test of faith. Test of faith. Right. And you know what's funny about that? Even when I got hit with my real big test of faith. Yeah, I prayed. Mm-hmm. I prayed more probably than I ever have in just a short amount of time within right. that that time frame of finding treatment, right? Right, right. It was, it, it was, there were some nights, man, just mm-hmm. tears and just, Lord, please. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as my wife found treatment, what do you think I did? Ah, uh, man, we go. Old habits die hard. I just yeah. regressed, Reg- man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just went mm-hmm. backwards. I just went right. backwards. Right, man. We got treatment. She's getting taken care of. Uh huh. Right, mm. right, man. It, we got this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then it, it, and I and I started getting hit more and more and more right. and more. And then even when I told you, you know, I, when I called Brother Tony because I had some stuff that was going on, I started getting into the uh-huh. into the word. Right, those hits still kept coming. Right, they still came. Yeah, coming up here on I want to say it's the sixteenth. Uh huh. Will be a year since I've been a member of the Refuge Church. Gotcha. With Brother Tony. Awesome. And uh, I, as I'm working, this this, this took place in, in July. Mm-hmm. And then come October, towards the end of October, man, I think I got myself, this is the last job I'm ever going to hold. Man. Right, this right. This is where I'm at. I'm right, gonna, I'm here. I'm here yeah. on the railroad. Uh-huh. I'm going to die on the railroad. I'm going to uh-huh. retire on the railroad. This is where I'm at. Right. And then someone walks me and the other four colleagues I have in and says, man, you don't work here no more. We're furloughing you. Man. Whoa, Whoa. right, how, right. How, explain how this works. Right. You really like, don't work here no more. Like, you, 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 say you came in and told me furloughed. I was like, okay, so where's that at? Yeah. You know, know I just got to, how long would I got to be there? Right. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, okay, you mean I'm going to be furloughed. Right. Everybody knows the word now. Right, right, I'm right. I'm thinking, okay, so this takes place for, what, a month or two? Exactly. They're like, no, the work that you guys are doing is being moved to a different terminal. You don't have a job here anymore. Mm. Right. right, I've been hit. Here we go. Right, right. You know what, man? I got a, I got a good, I got a good, I got a good, solid foundation this time around. Right, I'm in the, exactly. I, I'm, I'm in the church, man. I'm right, in, I'm in my, I'm in my Bible, man. I'm talking to Brother Tony every other day. Right, whether we're just laughing or whether we're sharing something or thoughts, right? right? Mm-hmm. I feel good. Exactly, really good. exactly. And, and then I'm thinking, there's a little bit of pride with this, right? I'm thinking, uh-huh. Man, you know, Johan, you got X amount of years here, X amount of years here, X amount of years here. You haven't worked for a lot of places, man. You are gonna get back into the workforce real, real quick, right? Right. So, man, I, start, I get my resume out. I start uh-huh. throwing them out there, right? And I do. I start getting calls. I right. Do, hey, come in. I want to interview you. Right. We want you to do this, or you know, it's, it's, we want you to do that. Right. I go to all these interviews, and I'm thinking I'm nailing them. Right. 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 Laughing. We're having a good time. And exactly. Like, man, we're really impressed with your knowledge and, and everything you're telling us. Uh-huh. But nobody's giving me a call back. Right. Even right. On some of the jobs that were almost identical to what I was doing there, right, right. right. You remember Mr. Dakota Shimwell? Yeah, man, he he got my foot in the door uh-huh. with where, where he's at, and I thought for gotcha. sure I was going to get on there, right. But things just didn't work out, right, I kept right. Having, I kept having these conversations with the wife and with uh-huh. with with my pastor. You know, hey, 
if if that door is shut, it's because the Lord's gonna open another door. Exactly. Exactly. So, you, so I fast forward. We get to February. I get. Uh-huh. I had these two awesome interviews. Uh huh. And it's towards the end of February. I'm right. like, man. So this is what let's say October, November, December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So about four four months. Yeah. yeah so four, four months, months in, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know unemployment through the railroad is uh-huh. only going to last so long. So long. Right, right, right. right. You know, so I, I can't just wait to the end, then try to get Exactly. I, I, I kind of have to find a yeah. way in. Yeah, we need to be a little proactive gotta, at yeah, that. Yeah, proactive. Right. So, again, I'm just, I'm really, I'm still pumped, man. I'm, uh-huh, right. The Lord's going to take care of me, man. Because exactly. even when I don't see him working, even uh-huh. when I don't feel him working, the Lord's going to take care of me. Right, right. So I have these two awesome interviews. And... COVID-19 happens. Mm, right. And they both call me uh-huh. and say, you are a guy. Right. But we can't bring you on because we can't hire anybody else because basically, well, let's talk right. about everybody. Yeah, everybody to hire and bring. We don't know what's going to happen. We right. don't know. We don't even know if we're going to be here, right? Exactly. Now, they didn't say that, but they're just saying, you know, due to COVID-19 and all these circumstances, we don't know if you're going to be here. Right. Ooh, okay, yeah. I think COVID's here. Right? Yeah. But that, I know that my, my unemployment's going to run out. Exactly right. right. So now I'm starting to work. Start yeah, exactly. Because I know at the end of April, mm-hmm. that's it. That's going to be cut off. Right. Yeah, it, it, that's it. It's done. Yeah. Now nobody's hiring. Man, yeah. So man, now I'm worried. Now yeah. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Right. Now I'm um, I'm looking for jobs now. Just anything now, right? Uh-huh. You know, I'm. You know, hey, if y'all need me to push carts somewhere, right? right? Yeah, I might not be the fastest, right? Exactly, but, but man, right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get out there, and right? Hit and that hustle. payment, man. Right, and exactly. Some of these cars yeah, exactly. right. I can't, I can't not have some kind of income coming. Right, right? exactly. I, I've never been this guy before. Right, exactly. Now, I'm now I'm down on myself. That pride I had there in the beginning, uh-huh. where I thought, yeah, I'm gonna get into work right. real quick. Man, that I, man, humble pie is hard to swallow. It is, man. It's hard, man. It, it, when you're it, sitting there, it, right? And you start questioning, like, man, what kind of man am I not to be working? Yeah. What yeah. kind of man am I for my wife? Hey, what do your friends think about you? Right, man. Right. Well, the devil loves to use that, though. I'm yeah, telling you, it, it, exactly. the first thing he attacks is the mind. You know. So, I'm sitting here trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And then I have an opportunity come along with this company I'm with now that you know. First off, like you said, the, the Lord is always working. I right. said it on my Facebook page just a, a couple days ago. Uh-huh. You know, my God showed up and showed out. Amen. But he's always working because now right. the government, for because for, of this COVID-19, says, man, unemployment benefits, we're going to extend them out. Right. So now there's a little, there's a little stress taken off. Exactly. Like, oh. Right. Right. Okay. okay. Right. Man, I can still, man, we can still do these peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Exactly, right, right, right. right. Keep flowing in my uh-huh, house, right, right, exactly. So I'm feeling better about things, right? I can right. keep paying my rent. I can keep paying my, my vehicle note and everything uh-huh. else. I don't have to let the things that I enjoy doing, uh-huh. though I may have to do them a lot less, less. frequently, right? right? Uh-huh. I can still have a roof over my head, food in my belly, a little bit of money in my pocket, right. and we can still do the things that we want to do. Right, exactly. Thank you, Lord. Ex- Amen. Thank you, Lord. Even mm-hmm. in this turbulent time that we live in, where there are a lot right. of people who aren't as blessed as I am, thank you, Lord, for looking out for me. Right. Amen. So now he's extended this out, and then I get this opportunity to get right. with this new company that I'm with now. Good. It's something that I enjoy. I've never had a job where, 
you know, it's a Monday through Friday. Amen. Right? Right. That's confusing to me. Uh-huh. Like, Monday like what? Friday? What's you the get catch? a Saturday or Sunday off? Right. Or I've never had a job at, you know, it starts in the morning, in uh-huh. the afternoon. Exactly. I'm used to being up at, hey, you going 11? Maybe you work 11 to 11. 11, right, right. right. I, exactly. I, I don't know how to explain Right. And, 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 uh, and so now, looking back, it's reflective. Like, God had this for you the whole time. From the whole time. Time. Exactly. I didn't see it. Right. I'm gonna tell you right now. I didn't see it. I start to question things. Uh-huh. My prayers at night had changed a little bit, right? Right. So I'm sitting there and as I'm praying, as I'm thanking the Lord for what He, you know, what He's right. giving me, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm asking the Lord, Lord, please show me what it is I'm supposed to be doing. Lord, right. Lord, please show me what it is where you want me to be, right? I'm exactly. starting to think I've missed something somewhere. Right. right. I'm starting to think, what is it in my life that I'm not doing right? That's preventing me from going from where I am, and, right. and, and it just—it's like you said—it's the devil. He knows it, exactly. The, there are two ways to get the brother Johan. Uh-huh. You can get me through my health. Uh-huh. You can get me through thinking I'm not a man. Right. Taking care of my family. Exactly. Those two things yeah. right there, you, man. You 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 can almost. <clears throat> if I'm not where I need to be spiritually. Spiritually, right? right. If my cup ain't overflowing. Right. 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 If I haven't been in my Bible like I should have been. Right. right. And, and uh-huh. I haven't been having that walk and pursuing that relationship with the with the good Lord like I should have. The devil will get me every time. Every time. One of those two things. With one of those two things. Yes. And that's the that's that's the the crazy part about it is that, um, you know, God doesn't. And, and here's the thing: usually, God. I'm not going to say usually. God doesn't put us through these things, but He allows these things to happen to us. Right. That's right. And, and so even even when he when he told the devil, hey, you know, you can you can do what you do, basically. But don't you touch a hair on his head. That's right. That That's that test. God said God gave the, the you know, now, now keep this in mind. The devil was an angel. He is a supernatural being. You can't fight him by yourself. No, it, it's just no way possible. He will attack your mind. Um, it, you know, it, these storms will come and if you don't have God on your side, you will be defeated. And in and the, and the first place you're going to be defeated is, is the mind. That's usually the first thing that, that goes once that bad situation happens. It, and, and, uh, so sometimes people, you know, they will ask me and I'm certainly probably ask you too, man, how do you stay so positive? How, how do you, how do you, how do you, every, every time I see you. You know, something might be going on in your life, but you still seem to be be positive. Well, one's growth, and two is it's a little bit easier to, to be a, a happy, positive person when you know who's in control. It is. Right. It be, Being a child of God sets you apart off the bat. It does, it does. right. I mean, it mm-hmm. sets you apart off the bat. Right. But one of the things that, that I can speak to is uh-huh. – when you have that relationship with the Lord, uh-huh. not only does it change just your circumstances around you, right? Uh-huh. And you start to rise and you start to, you know, just be, what's, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, well, I guess we we'll to call it rewarded with the things that you're going after because you're doing them through the Lord right, as a right. vessel of God. Man, it does something to you also with your mindset. It does. Because you know. Cause, right. Because listen, he's already proved it. Time after time after time, whether it's with you, whether uh-huh. it's with those around you, whether it's through the everyday things that we see, just waking up in the morning, right, and drawing breath, is right. a blessing. It is. It, 
It, is it every, every day go, that we hear is a gift from God. Yeah, being able to go to sleep at night, mm-hmm. close your eyes, right, and rely on your lungs and your heart and your to liver keep and everything to keep functioning like they're doing. <laughs> right, that is a blessing. That's a blessing from the Lord. Right. So if He has already shown me time and time again. Mm-hmm. From what we would say as men, as mortal man, right. from the littlest to the biggest things and the tribulations that we have gone through in our lives, if he has proved each and every time he's been there for me, right? you know what? Why, why not be happy? Right. Why, why not? not rejoice in the fact that exactly. today is another day, day. I get to enjoy. Right. Right. What's the, what's the Bible say? The day is the day the Lord has made. Be glad and rejoice in it. Why not? Yes. Right. Amen. You're gonna, listen, you're going to have... Days where you're drained. You right. have days where you feel like, you know, you can't catch a break. Right. But even in those days, you still have to be able to rejoice in the fact that you're even on this side of the ground right. to be able to experience that. Exactly. Right? I would much rather have a bad day uh-huh. right. and get to go home and think about it and reflect on it and pray about it. Right. Than to have a bad day and not be just be in the ground, be six feet under. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And maybe not have been where I need to be spiritually with my relationship with the Lord. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a blessing every moment, every second that's given to us. That's it. That's it. There's somebody that didn't wake up this morning. Absolutely. There, there's somebody that got off work today and didn't make it home. And I hate to think yeah. about things like yeah, that. I, I, it's, yeah. it's, it's one of those it, deals where, I, 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 and this is me being right. transparent. Right? Okay. I don't like thinking about man in general as a mortality, right? As somebody who, man, there's, I mean, it's gonna, there's going to come a day, but I don't want to think as there's going to be a day where I won't wake up for whatever reason that may be. There's right. going to be a day where, you know, I have good friends that might not wake up for whatever reason that may be. Right. I don't like to think about those. Uh-huh. So because of that, sometimes I may kind of shy away from that subject. Right, right. right. No matter where I'm at with my walk, uh-huh. because I, maybe my mind doesn't want to hear it. Right, right. And so I have to just be able to take a step back, uh-huh. breathe, uh-huh. and say, Johan, if you were to fall right now, uh-huh. middle, of this co- middle of this podcast, uh-huh. And you looked at Jesus. You stared him in his eye. Is he going to welcome me into the kingdom of heaven? Right. Or is he going to tell me to turn away from him? Right. Right. That that's that is a a uh, man. It was crazy because I, I was just I don't know maybe I com- I think I commented on someone's Facebook post or something. Uh, but that was the one thing, and I forgot what the what it was about. But that was the one thing I said. That that that'd be the one thing I do not want to hear is. It's him to say, depart from me. I never knew you. You work of iniquity. And, um, but, you know, I guess for me, um, I, you know, when it, when it comes to, um, to me and my, my genuine joy, um, one, I think for me personally is that I've, the things that I have been through and then looking back, you know, cause while I was going through it, it that, that's the thing that I, I, I really don't, I really don't, um, I just know it was God's grace because I went through like, you know, when I lost my daughter and I went through the alcoholism 
it seems like for me and my personal journey, I turned to everything but God. And I knew all along that, you know, he would he would be the only one that better bring me out. But I think my pride at that time wouldn't allow me to break down and just submit to him and say, say, Lord, you know, I submit to you. I think there was some the pride of me that says, "Hey, I, I, I'm a I'm a get through this. I'm a figure it out." You know, yeah. I, I'm, we're, we're men. Yeah, right. And, you know, and I, and I'm not saying that as saying you know, right. you know men are better than women, but just right. as a, as a man, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You have this sense of of pride, right? Right. And then if you add on top of that, saying you are a man of intelligence, you are a man of wisdom. Uh-huh. What happens when things don't aren't where the when the puzzle's not put together? <laughs> right. You want to you want to piece it together and, exactly. and fix it yourself. Exactly. And right. when you when your pride gets mixed up with your intelligence and you're trying to think about things and wh- why can't I get this piece to here and why mm-hmm. can't I solve this riddle and why is this equation baffling me? Right. Right. That, that's when you got to take a step back and say, you know what? I need to. There's only really one person that's going to solve this for you. Exactly. Right. right. He ain't ever been defeated. He's never. Yeah. His, no I like middle, his no record. Lines, right. No exactly. Right. So you got to take a step back and say, okay, I got to let, let, let's reevaluate. Right. Right. Who who really needs to fix this problem? Exactly. Right. right. Come on. Yeah. I, and like man, like I've now, been, I've and, been there. And, and and the the and the one thing that if I had any regrets, right, of that time in my life, um, sometimes I think about some of the things I. And here's the thing: I, I was still a nice guy, you know. What I mean, I still right. think, you know, my mama still raised me, right? So I, right. I would I wouldn't I when I say I went out these low points, I was still on the outside. I was still a nice person, right? Um, but I was so. Sometimes I'm ashamed of how into myself I was. <laughs> you know what I mean? I understand. So, so what what was happening was like, you know, yeah, okay, uh, you know, well, yeah, I went to school, I did well in, in college or whatever, but I still didn't know what I wanted to do. So my intelligence told me I should not, I should not go and spend any more student loan money. I need to just do this and. And what I did was I, I I still was able to get this job here even though I didn't have a degree and it, it was me 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 and I did this and I did that and the whole time I could just picture you know you know our our father and and Christ just sitting up there just laughing like this he just don't know he just don't know that right. it was it was me the whole time that has allowed him to do this and allowed him to do that and sometimes just how and, and, and I don't even think I was at the time doing it as bragging or, or, or anything, but I'm, 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 I'm humbled now just because I, I guess I seen, I, I know where I was and, and how I was. And now I know none, none of thing, nothing that I have now or then came from me. That's right. None of it. All of it was God's purpose. God's plan. When I left him, he never left me. Thank God for praying parents too, by the way, um, because because I, I know that I was covered not because of anything I did, but because um, like like uh, you know I know my my parents' prayers kept me covered. That's right. You know, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, but you know, just seeing the growth 
uh, well, well just, just thank one, thank you, thank God for growth. But because of the growth and now my growth in my spiritual walk, um, I really can smile now. Mm. I really can smile now. I can genuinely, um, even on even during bad days. Now, don't give me twi- don't get it twisted. I still got my issues. I still have good days and bad days. We all do. Uh, I have anxiety that I'm that I'm still working on. I, um, I'm in search for a, a new therapist as we speak. And now, now don't get it twisted. I, I I ain't got it all figured out. But one thing I do know is that no matter what happens, I'm okay. That's right. And I'm gonna be good, not because of me, but because my father. And, and you know, the one thing about our father is that you know once we submit to him. He tells us like like these things these these this new covenant that he gave us, this is not maybe if, this is, I got you, I got you. If you you follow me, it's like it's like if you if you were sick, right, and the doctor gives you this medicine, right, says you take the medicine, you know it will cure whatever you got going, whatever ailment you got, mm-hmm. it will cure it. That's just like God says, okay, I know what's going on, but if you'll just take this medicine, if you'll just submit to me and follow me, I'm going to get you through this. It's, all you got to do is take the medicine. And that's the whole time, like this whole time I was, I spent a lot of energy running from him. If I would have just submitted to him and say, hey, God, I know I'm going to fall. I don't have it figured out, but I'm going to trust you, whatever you do. God can say, I got you. Now, that's not to say your life is going to be perfect. And, and I, now, here's the thing. Once you do submit, that's when the devil's upset, right? He really gets mad. So just like how, you, you know, that happened with your wife, then you start leaning on the Lord a little more. devil didn't like that. He was like, oh, no, nah, hold on. I'm about, to, I'm about to lose one. That's right. Let me go back over here real quick. And, and so now more storms start happening. And now he's really, he's really, you know, lack of a better word, the devil's ticked off now. He's really upset because now he knows that, hey, I can't touch him. You know, this, this, this. He's following. He's one of. He's one of God's. He's he's a Christ follower. I, you know, I can't get to him. Every time I try to get to him, you know, God always moves me out the way, and that's what. And that's the thing. Like you know, when we have a when we in in in, in war, um especially in our minds. Uh, and, and that's one thing I think about COVID, right? When everybody was quarantining, mm-hmm. everybody was alone with their thoughts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and my prayer every morning is, Lord, please allow the Holy Spirit to manage my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Because if I have to try to rationalize and think of these things, and, and, and that's the crazy part about it. Like something so big as COVID and, and uh, you know, that we got other things going on, such as, you know, police brutality and, and stuff like that that's, that's going on. Now, keep in mind, these wars and, and people being oppressed have been going on since thousands of years before Christ. That's right. All right. So this is nothing new. Mm-hmm. Um, but all this stuff is going on. And then then COVID happens. Now people are forced to, to stay inside and left to their own thoughts. I, you know, and, you know, I. I've always, I prayed for, I, you know, I still continue to pray because now we on this, this, I don't know if it's the, we're still in the first wave or second, I don't know. You right. Maybe you've been I, I don't right. know what wave we're in of it. <clears throat> but now people are forced to stay in. And the worst thing um, 
you know, especially with people with mental health problems, is to be alone with their thoughts, right? Because the devil, that's his, that's that's his playground. That's when he comes. And uh, But when you have a God, you know, this thing, the cool thing about prayer is that you always have a line of communication with the creator, which is, to me, it still kind of just blows my mind that I literally can pray you know, and have a line of communication yeah, with the creator. You, you, you know, I think for a majority of people, they believe and they say to themselves, my direct line to the creator for prayer, that I, I'll do that before I go to bed. Right. Maybe I'll do it before, maybe I'll say a prayer before uh, uh, my, my, my supper. Maybe I'll say a prayer when I'm in need. Right. But sometimes prayer, prayer I don't say sometimes prayer can and needs to happen whenever you are confused, whenever you are lost, right. whenever your mind gets to a point right. to where you cannot rationalize things. Exactly. Right? right. You can pray and have a conversation at any time. It yeah. doesn't have to be eloquent. Exactly. It doesn't have to be right. full of scripture. Right. It is a conversation like you and I are having Ex- right now exactly. with the Lord. Right. Because the Lord knows what's on your mind before you think it. Uh-huh. Your tongue before you say it. Exactly. He knows what's on your heart before you feel it. Right. And he knows what your hands are going to do before you make that move. Move. Right. Have a conversation with the Lord. Exactly. And a crazy part any of, time. And that's the crazy part of it. I just found that out in my in my adult life. That like because yeah. I used to you know, uh, you know, dear glorious heavenly Father, you know, just had to be a, mm-hmm. to me. I thought you know prayers that reach them had to be eloquent. We all did. <laughs> you know what we I mean? All did. And now there are some times that you know, thank goodness that the Holy Spirit, you know, got you know when Christ died, He left an advocate, which is the Holy Spirit. Thank good, thank goodness that Holy Spirit can clean it up for me and take it up her tomb. That's right. <laughs> because there's sometimes I'm not gonna lie, I say some words. You know, some colorful words sometimes because I just don't know what else to say. You know what I mean? And, and uh, I'm not saying that's right. And that, I'm not saying everybody should do that. But the thing is, you know, sometimes you're down so low that just crying out to God, you know, is it, a prayer enough. Because he knows what's on your heart. He knows what you're thinking. And then just ask for uh, and, and just ask that the Holy Spirit, you know, Rewords it for me, packages it up nicely, and gets it to him. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good. But uh, but Johan, I I would like to I would like to keep talking, man. Oh but, yeah, but another time. But how about we go ahead and put a pin in it, put and you in. and you coming back? You just tell me the day and time. Okay, most definitely. Everyone, I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, this episode, um, and you and you know somebody that this could this could help, please just share it with them. Um, Johan, thank you again, brother. Thank you're you my brother, right. man. I love you. I hope you come back and see us. Like I said, we're gonna put a pin in it. All right. We're gonna get uh, oh William Norris up here with us next time. Tony. You, you, we're gonna get you too. You ain't yeah, oh yeah, away. oh yeah, Tony, Tony, yeah, we need you, brother. Yeah, man, Tony, I, man, I can't wait to talk to you. Hey, <laughs> man, but y'all, it's been fun. Y'all be easy. Most importantly, be a blessing to somebody this week. Love you guys. <laughs>